Welcome in, everyone. Welcome to another exciting show. Oh, boy. Here we go. Are we excited? Oh, yeah. The megaphone is back after taking last week off. Um, we I missed have... the megaphone. Do you? We missed oh, you yeah. last week. Yeah, we missed you. Ah, oh, well, thank you guys. I missed you guys too. Mm-hmm. Um, I can turn that up, but it's my regular. Oh wow, that sounds loud now. That sounds louder. Yeah. Loud. Yeah. Louder. Yeah. Now you're in. Whatever. Um. Anyway, now I can hear myself, but that's that's fine. So. Jonathan Taylor happened. Um, let's kind of, yeah, yeah. Well, it uh, man, I brutal. Don't think I don't think this was really foreseeable. Like out of out of every outcome, this was probably least likely. That could have happened. I don't think. Yeah, I agree with that. And I also don't think this was really on anyone's mind. I didn't hear anyone talk about no. this. This no. idea that he would be placed on the pup if the trade didn't happen. I don't think I really remember hearing that. So here we are. Now what do you do? You're in this situation. What do you do? So for fantasy football, I mean, looking are we looking at dynasty or redraft perspective? Because Well, I mean, let's start with redraft. Well, with redraft purposes, I mean, I just don't want him. I seriously just don't want him. I mean, he, his ADP is still going to be re- reasonably high because he's a superstar running back. He's been all pro, put up 1,800 rushing yards in a single season. His ADP is not going to be where it's at uh, currently in like the second round, obviously, but it's still going to be reasonably high. I just don't want it because after the four games, there's just no guarantee of what happens because he could continue playing with the team on the last year's rookie deal. That's possible, but that's not the, that's not that's not 100%. He could sit out, hold out for a trade or a contract, or he gets traded to a place, and we have no idea where that is. There's just so many ways it could go wrong or it could go way differently than people expect, and for that reason, I'm probably going to be out on Jonathan Taylor wherever his cost is. I think it's still going to be reasonably high. Let me ask you guys, what's the the player that is in the tier that you're like, okay, once he's off the board and the running back, what's the line? I mean, look He's at in that tier of running backs that I seem to have never take anyway. The Joe Mixons, the Ramondres. Not that tier. The um, uh, Kenneth Walker, Miles Sanders, Cam Akers, Rashad White, I, James Conner. I never have any of those players. So you take, those guys over, you take those guys over JT or no? No. JT's, but JT's at the top of that tier. <laughs> So like you're looking at, I think that's fair because that's like mid tier RB two range. He's below um, Hall, Mixon, Etienne, Harris. Yeah. Yeah. Now Damian Pierce and uh, Aaron. Fair. Do you want John Taylor or Aaron Jones? Aaron Jones Jones easily. Okay, so right around that, you're looking at the early fourth round. Yeah, because you have to at this point now. Now that this, the problem is, I always say. It's a really good bet that the players are going to come back until they don't. Until they don't. And yep. then it's not a good bet anymore. Once there's a problem, 
once a confirmed problem happens, then all bets are off. So you're taking the risk when you make the pick that Jonathan Taylor doesn't play at all because that is a possibility. Totally play. Yep. Um, I'm not going to read that, but that's very interesting news, Ryan. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you. You got it, Ryan. You're welcome. Um, Go for it, man. Go take care. Yes, this is a long story. We're not getting into that. No, we're not getting into it. Where are all the questions in the chat? Please put some questions in the chat. If you're here, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Hit the notifications bell. Sign up for the Patreon. Uh, make yeah, sure yeah. to do that. Otherwise, the YouTube show will be taken away. It'll be taken away unless more people sign up for the Patreon. Almost. I'm only half kidding. It'll be it'll be taken away if I uh, don't feel like there's enough support on the Patreon. I, I love you guys, but, you know, I can tell. Uh, when I'm interacting with the patrons and helping them improve my dynasty teams, this that's really what I love. I like doing this. I like doing the YouTube, but this drains me. It drains me. I get asked to be on other shows all the time, and I always say no. I'm, unlike Hutch, who's on every show all the time. I don't know how you do I, this. Might be because I guess you're 17 on, and I'm old, dude. Like last, it was so funny. Like the month of July, I think I guessed it on 13 shows. I don't know how you do it. I think I guess I don't know how you do it. I I will say plus what you do on the regular, like plus what I do on a regular basis, which is like I will say I'm getting a little bit of a a revival for the shorter video format. I feel like I can excel there, but yeah, Yeah, I've watched a lot of your shorts, Tyler. You do good. I love I like the shorts, man. You do good. But you know, if this show ever disappeared, it would be replaced by more of the nine to ten minute Tyler solo videos. Um, but you know, as long as people keep signing up to Patreon and keep supporting me, you know, specifically if you tell me you're supporting it because this long show exists, the long show is more likely to exist. Person X donated a large sum of money, uh, multiple hundreds of dollars to make keep this show going. So, you know, I appreciate Person X who wanted to remain nameless. But it's that kind of support that keeps me doing this because it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to come and do a long show. It's hard. So I appreciate everyone who supports me on that. I appreciate everyone who comes in the comments because, you know, maybe when I was doing Ask DLF, this was more my area of expertise, but I'm exhausted. I find myself exhausted a lot of the time. So, you know, every little bit of support matters on these long live shows from the co-host, from the audience, and from everyone else. So that that just means a lot to me, every little bit of support, especially if you mention that to the rest of us. Ask Tyler was done yesterday. It was good. A lot of shorts going on. I did a short about Trey Lance. There were some guest stars. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But what else is there to say um, about – let's uh, let's go through some of the chat questions. Do the chat questions. So I had this trade go down in one of my, one of my leagues. Uh, Kenny Pickett or Tank Bigsby in a late 24 first? And this, this 24 first, I would – I hate ranking where – picks end up this is easily a top three pick like top like last three picks of the draft well if that's really the case then i'll take the bigsby side sure yeah yeah you know even even if that's the case i i think any first really over pick it even if it's going to be that late i mean you know i'll have to do that I think I might yeah, have I, to do that. I think Pickett's worth around like a late first to me. Like I think I think that's totally fine with me if you want to pay that because I I don't like I don't expect a ginormous breakout. I do expect a step forward from last year, 
But I also think the Pittsburgh Steelers might just be stuck with him for the next couple of years. They just they're not going to have the draft capital. The the free agents next year are bad. They're not going to have the trade power to get somebody massive. So uh, they're they might be stuck with him for the next couple of years, even if he is mediocre. So he should be a starter for at least the next couple of years. So that's why I have him valued more a little bit more than Tyler. So like a little bit well, more. Well, today, but Jason Moore said, or maybe it was Mike Red. I forget. They I forget who said what. But on the mm-hmm. last fantasy footballers episode I listened to. It was Jason. He said that he thinks that uh, yeah, I remember this. Tank Bigsby is going to be a top 20 running back. I did. So I did remember hearing that. That's yeah. very interesting. I it is interesting. Yeah, Bigsby will how, be relevant. He'll be a relevant piece well, of fantasy. You know, I think he's enough to push me to the other side over Pickett. Yeah, I, I'm interested in Tank Bigsby, so I'll take that. Time. Yeah, he's intriguing. On the clock, rookie PPR tight end uh, premium, premium. Uh, Musgrave. Roshan Johnson or Jaden Reed? Musgrave. Musgrave. Yeah, the tight end premium makes it remote. Oh my gosh. I just said his name for the first time in four months. I haven't said that Bears Musgrave? running back's name. Oh, Roshan. I was I was done talking about him. I was just done. Yeah. I accidentally said it. I, okay. I, I feel I feel dirty. He's had a good couple of weeks. I mean Yeah, he's been all right. Yeah. Okay. I, I, would, I just think that we can talk about Rotan Johnson a little yeah. bit. I, he's, he's someone I've been moving in my redraft rankings, but not so far up. It's more that Deonta Foreman has been moving down. Yeah, it's just, yeah, Deonta Khalil Herbert's been the one who got right more. Now. Yeah, Khalil Herbert's. It's he's so separated yeah. himself. Good. He's a clear starter. Him. Yeah, it's not even close. Yeah, he is. Castle Sports I, Talk adds, I'm fine not even drafting Taylor for the rest of the offseason. I'm fine I'm with, with that. You. Generally, I'm not opposed to just avoiding these players that you know are going to miss time. It really restricts you early in the season. You know, if Scott Fishbowl were still happening, I'd suggest drafting him because in the 2022 roster league, you can afford it. But in like your regular 15 to 16 uh, bench or roster size redraft, I usually just avoid drafting players like that. I don't want to tie up a spot. So even if you have an IR spot, that's great. He can go in there. But let's say you have one. Most redraft leagues have one. Anytime someone is out, people forget that. Oh, I can put them in the IR. Oh, but you need to use that IR. Like throughout every week, there are going to be players who are out. You're going to use that IR spot. So you're still restricting your moves and you got to wait for four weeks and then he might come back. So I'm fine with this take. I'm not someone who feels like I need to draft Taylor. I'm not drafting those running backs anyway. Somehow I ended up with Kenneth Walker and Scott Fishbowl. Um, and, Terrible. you know, it was at RB21. I was fine with that. But uh, it's rare that I think that's the only time this season I've recommended or drafted a running back in that range. Darby dead zone. Yeah. Very now, I, was just about yeah. To, I was just about to mention for you, Tyler, like you were, you kind of mentioned it briefly, but like this situation is different because you see times where people, players are suspended or injured for a certain amount of weeks. You know, they're going to come back after that week. You have no idea. Dia went it's to worst, back. It's a worse well, suspension. You have no it's idea. It's a worse it's suspension. It's Jim, it is. It's, it's Jim worse suspension. version of a suspension. Yeah, you just have no idea when he's coming back. And it, it like he could come back and he could sit out. He could come back and get traded. He can come back. Yeah, it's like the Le'Veon Bell. Bell. It's giving me Le'Veon Bell vibes it's all really, over. It's again. really scary. Like you just don't know what's going to happen. I'd and rather you, not draft yeah. him. There does come still, a point at which I would, but yeah, all those wide receivers high. I like would have to be gone. So, yeah, because he's still a high like draft. 25, 26, 27 wide receivers would have to go before I reach into that running back group. Yeah. 
he's probably going to be like in the third, fourth round. And I'm just, I'll pass. I'll pass. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we have a full PPR dynasty league. Uh, Devonta Smith and Schultz for Travis, Col- Travis Kelsey. I still have Lamb, Olave, Godwin, Evans, Mooney, etc. And Fryermuth. I think Smith. Yeah, it, the value sets with Smith pretty. pretty I think yeah. I think Smith is nine years younger than Kelsey. Yeah, I'd rather have I'll Smith over. Yeah, I'd rather have Smith over Kelsey alone. I actually decently like Schultz. I think he could be valuable in the Texans' offense. So it's Smith all day. Go ahead. Are we scared of the Cardinals' pass catchers? Scared like they're going to yes. do good. <laughs> scared that they're going to. Yes, they're really going to suck. Struggle. They're gonna, they're gonna suck. Yeah. They're gonna suck. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. I mean, I, I still have, I still have some, some hope for Marquise Brown. I still have some, some hope for Marquise because he's good. This week, that because they traded for Joshua Dobbs, the offense is saved. The offense is saved. Everything is fine. No, it's not. Everything is not fine. Who said that? I did not see any of that. You know, Hutch, there's no IQ test required to use X. Anyone is allowed to have an X account. As long as you uh, send your seven ninety nine to Elon Musk, you can you have an that. X account. You can get yeah. priority priority and replies too. I still have some hope for Marquise Brown. He's a really talented wide receiver, and there's gonna be—I mean, he's the clear number one, and he's going really late. I think he's fine as a dart pit, dart throw. I think he's a solid draft pick. But oh, there's a piece of I news have we have to talk about that I, I just. Uh, I've heard uh-oh. there's rumors of Marquise Brown. Jackson being Smith and Jigba too. has returned to practice. Yes, love to see it. Hard to believe. Excellent. What's that? <laughs> Definitely like catching balls right now. Yeah, I don't know how that's possible, but I always said I wasn't as worried about a wrist as I am about, about a hamstring or a toe. Wrist concerns me less. Once the wrist is fixed, it's fixed. It's mm-hmm. not. It's a hundred percent. Whereas a hamstring is not going to be a hundred percent this year. No, not it's if it's as severe. It's never going to be fixed. It's going to recur and be an issue throughout the whole season. Toe, turf toe, same thing. Um, but uh, am I scared? I'm not drafting any of them. So I, I have Marquise Brown now at wide receiver 34. Oof. I don't I mean, know higher than that. I'm just why? outside the top 24. Why? What is there to gain? What is there to gain? That's, going, that's, that's my problem is what is there to gain? What is there to gain that Kyler comes back? I mean, you have to assume Kyler's going to come back because if he's not going to come back, Hollywood Brown – with the other quarterbacks is not a top 30 wide receiver at all. I mean, maybe he's top 40. I'm not sure I would rank him in the top 40 with Joshua Downs. I just can't. I can't. If I'm getting 200 passing yards a game, I just can't. The offense is so bad. The touchdown equity is so bad. The yardage equity is so bad. You're relying on catches and those for someone like him. I mean, he's not always a volume monster. So... He's just someone I I just no thank you. You don't have to invest in every offense. There's not always a, some offenses are so bad that they don't have an opportunity. And this is one of the worst. This is up there with one of the worst. I mean, everything about the team is bad. It's all bad. Yeah. So the only, I, the only argument I make the, the offense can be bad. The only argument I make is their defense is also ter- horrific and they're gonna be behind. It's not gonna matter. It's not going to matter because. Their head coach is completely incompetent. The head coach oh, yeah. is completely incompetent. He he thinks that it's a competitive advantage not to name his starting quarterback between that Joshua so Dobbs and Clayton Toon as if it's going to change the commander's game plan. It's I think it's going to matter. 
It's not like it's like the Ohio State. If you're drafting Hollywood Brown at wide receiver 30, that means in most leagues he's a starter for you. Let's say Clayton Toon, which is what I think is going to happen, is going to start week one. Are you going to play? You're going to be comfortable playing Hollywood Brown in week one. I don't think so, right? How are you going to do that? I usually end up with Mark. I mean, you usually end up with him as your last flex, if not on your bench. Like he's usually a player that you get. If you're ranking you can, him at wide receiver 30, I mean, you said 34 was too low. So I th- I think he's, I would rank him around like the 25, 28 range. Yeah. But if you're ranking him there, that means you're drafting him to start. You're drafting him to start yeah, week I one. I think he's going to be a starter. I think he's not going to be a starter with Clayton Toon. He's not, he's not going to be a starter. Clayton Toon Volume could not be less man, ready to play an NFL game. He couldn't be, he's not ready. And Joshua Dobbs was on another team Three days ago, how is he going to prepare in 11 days to learn a new horrific offense with horrific weapons with terrible coaching staff? How is that going to A what? It's going to be a high school playbook. Super simplified. Great. I mean, it's funny that somehow that's an upgrade over Cliff Kingsbury. Going to run the power eye. Very interesting. Just Mm -hmm. run James Conner between the garden center and between the garden center. The problem sides. with Hollywood Brown is that the ceiling is so low. The ceiling is just, low. That is the only that, no yeah, thing. Yeah, there's no point. I'm, Draft and someone I, else. And like Tyler, I'm like, like, I'm not saying Marquise Brown is the biggest value in drafts either. Like, I think he's fine. I think he's a decent value. I think he I think he's going to beat that ADP by how much not if I Tyler don't doesn't want. come back. If Tyler doesn't Tyler come back, back, he's gonna be outside the top 40. It's gonna be that I would bad. bet that Tyler comes back. So I, I heard a very very reliable take on that and it's saying no i, I just think volume is ki- volume is always king well, Tyler's not gonna the- i don't think i think tyler if you give me whatever the number is i'll take the under on games kyler plays this year i'll take under whatever it is whatever the number is i'll take under zero well then i can't take under zero but <laughs> I, I think it's zero i'm predicting zero i actually think kyler murray has played his last game for the cardinals I don't think he's ever going to play for the Cardinals again. I don't think because, they'll play the after this year. Well, there's an issue right. also with the – if you look at what's going on in the coaching staff with the Cardinals, a big problem. They don't really want to talk to Kyler Murray. They're not communicating with Kyler Murray. There's so many problems. The other quarterbacks don't want to talk to him. I mean, you could see there's a video. Look at the video of the dirty look that Clayton Toon gave Kyler Murray. It was very bad. We can take a look at that. And then it's, it's very bad. Kyler Murray is not going to play for them ever again. And Caleb Williams will be there. That'll be good. That might yep. solve the problem. Caleb Williams will be there. But that's not going to save Hollywood Brown in redraft. In Dynasty, I think Hollywood Brown is a good buy because he didn't, he didn't become bad. He did not become a bad player. And he's still only 26. He's still good. But not this year. So in, in, in Dynasty, people are throwing him away. So I'd buy him. Let's move on to this one. This one is very interesting. We're, we're, we're back to JT and I... I know we keep coming back every other question. It feels like no, what, I, I, I absolutely. I think it's what, what we need to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. What are we paying to acquire JT and Dynasty? Paying. He, I don't want to acquire him at all. Well, um, I, I, I've seen. Him, I, don't, like, I don't think people are selling him for much. Like, I don't think people are selling him for nothing. I feel like people are still going to hold on to him as a top five Dynasty back. First uh, off, um, back. Second off, sorry about that. Um, I tried trading for JT today, 
and they want it's it's the same value as it was a week ago, which the same value it was a month ago, three months ago. I feel like in Dynasty, owners are holding on to him, and it's not getting cheaper. So yeah, they're willing to they're willing to lose the few games. They're willing to lose it because they know he's a superstar and he's still decently young. He's only like twenty four years old. He's fine. So in Dynasty, people are going to hold on. I'm just not. I'm not. I just put him on the block. I don't think it's worth it. It's a team that has Jameer Gibbs and Brees Hall also. That's totally fine. I I would put him. I would. I'm not actually going to trade him. I just want to see what what offers come in. Yeah. Well, what like what offer would be okay with you? Oh, I'm not going to like any offer that I receive because uh, this league is very fucked up. Yeah, I'm saying if there was an offer, like what offer, like what would it have to be? What would, offer like, would I need? A mid, like a mid uh, two no, first? I want more than that. Um, an early first, like a Garrett. Realistically, like a first. probably it's pivoting to a wide receiver, and it would probably be someone like the most likely would probably be Drake London because people don't like him. There are people who don't like him. But okay. other than that, I doubt I'm going to get the offer that I want. Okay, I think you can get that for JT. I think you can get that. I think that's really. I can try, but unfortunately, in that league, I already have Drake London. I already have Drake (laughs) London, T. Higgins, and Jackson Smith and Jigba, who are the three receivers I'm most likely to try to get for him. So that's why I'm telling you, I'm not going to move JT in that league. So sticking with JT, how do the JT shenanigans impact Anthony Richardson? Is he now the Colts' entire run game? Ooh, I don't think it it's helps really him. So bad. It's not it helpful because the help offense them. is not going to go. The offense is not going to go, which is I moved Anthony Richardson down in my rankings. Not yeah, you should. Yeah, without a run game, it's just going to be a disaster because the only thing you had hoping for Richardson to move the ball forward is that he could hand it to Jonathan Taylor like 27 times a game and he would help move the offense forward because Anthony Richardson can't do it himself. He's, he's got to have like a 50% completion. He's going to be terrible. Was well, he like 6 for 17 in his last game? Yeah, like so in preseason, problem, he's terrible. He's not going to move that, the offense forward. There's going to be no pieces to move this offense forward. And as a result, it's going to be, it's just terrible. I think that Anthony Richardson could kind of have a Justin Fields rookie year type situation. Potentially. Totally. Yeah. And I'm not sure that that's going to help. So, yeah, I, I moved him down. I mean, the upside's still there, so I don't mind drafting him, but I moved him down a tier. Because uh, last year, Fields at least had Montgomery and Herbert, who are two solid backs yeah you I, have, I just you have evan hall and deon jackson evan hall and maybe and the Muscle. dead don't forget and, Zach maybe, and maybe the corpse of leonard fournette or kareem hunt that's what you have Leonard fournette is on the plane he's on the plane he's making his move <laughs> yeah wouldn't be it would be it wouldn't be like honestly like i've been actually looking like because i picked up evan hall in a bunch of leagues i, I mean i've been doing it over the last few weeks uh because i'm smart like that but uh, I'm actually trying to trade him away because I think I'm trying to trade him specifically to Jonathan Taylor, man, especially in home leagues that I'm in. Because I can't I do that because I have, I have both in that one league. Unintentionally, actually. Yeah, I'm trying to I trade actually him drafted him in Scott Fishbowl. Yeah, not, that's a good that's I just good. happen I, to I, like – I happen to like Evan Hall. Like, I, I never liked him. His own. I thought he was fine. I thought he was fine. But I never I like was, I, never was crazy. I I actually yeah. thought he was someone who could have been drafted higher. I did think he was under. I, I, I thought he was pretty good, but not insane. I think he's someone who. This is not the best case scenario. I think a better case would have been if he'd gone on a depth chart where he wasn't needed right away and could kind of, but had obstacles like Roshan Johnson, uh, obstacles mm-hmm. that are could be moved throughout the year, like not having to step, step in week over. one into a big role. 
So this wasn't my ideal scenario for Evan Hall, but I do think he's good. But I don't know. What do the Colts do? Do they bring in a veteran? I, maybe. They have, I mean, their depth chart is minus JT of injured Zach Moss. Deion Jackson and Evan Hall is the worst running back room in the league. So oh, yeah. yeah, they're going to bring in somebody, and it's going to completely tank Evan Hall's value. In, in terms of the fantasy I tank Evan Hall's value from what? I mean, I, I have think... Evan Hall at what, running back 53. Desperate JT, like, no, no, I want you to reach out because a desperate JT manager is going to be willing to trade a lot for Evan Hall. There's, they're going to be willing to overpay. Because I'm talking with someone. You can try it. I'm talking with someone in my home league right now who's. You can try it. But the problem is that I saw on X, we're going to call it Mm -hmm. X, not Twitter, Mm -hmm. that I saw people ask this question. If you had JT, which is the running back to roster behind him, I looked. Three first answers. First answer, Evan Hall. Second, Zach Moss. And another person, Deion Jackson. So three different people had three different answers. So the problem is that I don't anticipate this being, it's not uh, like some scenarios we've had in the past where it's so obvious. Well, the the most one I can think of is when Le'Veon Bell was sitting out. You knew James Conner was the guy and there was nobody else, right? There was no choice. It was James Conner. He was the backup, and there was literally nobody else. This is not that. I legitimately wouldn't be surprised if Zach Moss led the team in carries week one, if Deion Jackson led the team in carries week one, or if Evan Hall led the team in carries week one. I would not be surprised if any of those or option, let alone three options among the ones you have. Then Leonard Fournette and Kareem Hunt, who, if they signed, could be anything from first, the third. We Me neither. So, I would not be surprised also, at any of them either. We have, so we have, we have, have, sell a, home. We have a newly waived Melvin Gordon out there who's uh, Melvin in Gordon is cooked. I, I think we're done. No, with he's Melvin. done. Yeah, he's but done. we're we're adding there's there's so many names here. This feels a lot like the when Cam Akers injury happened a couple years ago, and we everyone was throwing out every Rams back on the roster as a potential suitor. And the moral of the story is you wanted none of them. Uh, that's true. Sonny Michelle was good for a while, actually. He oh, showed up for that. a while. For like a good like five, six games. Like he showed a, up for a while. Like a 12-point game here and there. <laughs> He's like a pretty solid Sonny Michelle. He had, a really, he had a few like RB1 weeks when he was the leader for that backfield. He had a, he had a few really solid games. Yeah. But, um, I mean, no, I agree with you, Tyler. This backfield is going to be a disaster and a mess. But I think... Like what from what I've seen from Twitter, a lot of people are saying Evan Hall season and going for it and just crush Evan Hall, Evan Hall, Evan Hall. I haven't That's seen the deals. on Twitter personally. Just haven't seen the deals. I, just, I haven't He's heard that. I haven't heard I'll have to that say people yeah. are super interested. When it comes to Evan Hall, <laughs> it's very simple. It's very simple to me. If you can get a second, I'll take it. I'd even be willing to add a third to get a second. If I'm only gonna get a third, I'll just keep Hall because I thought he was good. And it's hard. Running backs like that. You take a third, how much of a profit is that? For someone I think it's bad, sure, but for someone I think it's good, a third is not enough. I need to get it to a second because that's where the real assets are. The real assets in a 12-team league are not in the third. Unless you, maybe the first couple, but once you get past 303, 304, it's really it's usually that's the cliff of any value, even in the best and deepest classes. So if it's just going to be a 2024 third, I'll pass on that. What's the point? The upside is more on keeping Hull, who was 
what? I mean, an early fourth this year? At least he was for me. But I was high on him from the start. Is this a similar answer? Actually, kind of in the same vein. Would you sell Nico Collins for 24, fourth, and fifth? No, because the contingent value with Collins is higher. If that's a third, Collins to me is a wide receiver. Wide receivers like that are roster collaborators. So in a 10 team, if I could get a third, I'd take it. But the fourth and a fifth, it's just not. Collins has an opportunity. Look, I think he's bad, but he has an opportunity to show that he's good. He's going to be the wide receiver one on the team for week one. Means he has an opportunity to be good. So he does, yeah. 24, fourth, and fifth just isn't, doesn't do it for me. Um, that, that same it's time to be start the. Um, it's time to start the draft. What we're going to do is I'm going to put up the draft in um, in the uh, here. How does that look? Do you want? Should we, I think we should be on the bottom. How do I do that? Um, I. There we go. No, I don't like that. All right, well, whatever. I'll figure it out. But uh, move on to the next question, and then I'll, I'll start the draft when I'm ready. There we hey, go. guys, can I post a link to my fantasy in here? Uh, uh, if we're talking about your OnlyFans, no. Only I get to do that. Um, <laughs> if you're, ta- if you're talking I mean, like your draft board. You can uh, post whatever you want in the chat. I mean, it doesn't mean we'll, ad- we'll read it, but you can post it. I don't care. As long as it's not porn. Post whatever. I mean, I don't post that in the chat. Can if you're you looking for people to join your league, this is a pretty good place to find people to join. So we yeah, have 20, some, 20 some people here. I'm sure a few of them are interested in joining the league. Um, so we have a lot of mixed emotions today. A lot of people got cut. A lot of people uh, saw their NFL dreams uh, realize as they made a 53-man roster. Uh, Jaleel McLaughlin made the Broncos and looks like the RB3 on the depth chart. And Daneric Prince got waived. Thank you for both guys earlier in the preseason, Tyler. Well, I mean, one of them didn't pay off, so <laughs> you're welcome. Um, Jaleel McLaughlin was someone I, I liked as well. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's an op- it's a running back who has opportunity. Not a big fan of Samaj P. Ryan, honestly. So there's a, a path to RB2 potentially if he plays well. It, he's someone I like. Is it, a, is it officially Pacheco season? All right, I started the draft. It's looking more and more that way, man. I mean, you have Pacheco and an aging veteran, Jarrett McKinnon, and that's it. If Jarrett McKinnon really has a big impact, Clyde then Edwards no. there, is there? Nah, I'm good. You know. It's been like five. It's been like four You know, years. I will like, say this. It's just kind of. I kinda, will say this. And this is going to sound very sad. Oh, no. No, you're not going to like this one, but. If Clyde edwards helaire ends up being ahead of Isaiah Pacheco by week five, I wouldn't be very surprised. We'll see. I, I think that the Chiefs are going to learn that they don't have their real running back starter on this roster. It's not one of these guys. Yeah, I would, I would, I would tend to agree that they should probably look elsewhere next year, maybe in the draft or somewhere else. But uh, I think they have the check was the best. You know, they ha- they most of Clyde's money was guaranteed. This is the last year of his rookie contract. Jarek McKinnon, they were able to bring back on a one year vet deal. Isaiah Pacheco's on a cheap deal. But next year, Clyde and uh, McKinnon will be gone. I don't think either will come back. And I think they'll bring in a kind of guy like 
I don't know if there's another Jameer Gibbs, but someone who's like a starter who also does well in the passing game to be the starter ahead of Pacheco. Kind of combine Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Jarek McKinnon into one person and make them With that offense, they've never had to really run that stud running back. They've always kind of mixed and matched for utility purposes, and they've been fine. Not true. Kareem Hunt was that guy, and because of legal issues, he was out of town. But when Kareem Hunt was that guy, he was that guy. There was no committee. He was the star. He They ran everything through him. And in 2018, he was absolutely crushing it. What do I do? You can say uh, set player and set it to a random person. Oh, I just don't say, have... Just click on set player on the screen, on Time's Up. Set player. Or let's see you auto though. No, or let's see auto pick, yeah. Do that, yeah. Right. Um, okay. So far? No. I mean, not, not really. You mean you see McCaffrey falling to five, which Jefferson means- and Chase early. Oh, I see almost Chase. everywhere. Yep. Kelsey goes around there. Hill at, at four is probably not what I would have done. I would have probably picked, Seven are just so good. You could entertain Garrett Wilson and eight is spicy. Yeah, I would yeah, say that is spicy. That, that Garrett, the Garrett Wilson touchdown from Rogers was was special spicy. Mm-hmm. I don't care that it was a third stringer who's not going to be on the team. He threw it right through the guy's hands and made it so you didn't even see him. Yep. That's um, really good. Let's really good go play. to the next. Go to the next question. Yep. Um, I'm a top two contender in a ten team super flex. I have Bijan and Gibbs, Beautiful. and I'm tempted to sell Jacobs. Is he a hold for a contender? Or just get out when you can. Uh, Jacobs is a hold. I think so as well. I mean, many people are just like I, I feel like he has a like rather like he's had a fantastic season last year, and he gets another deal with the same team set for a same workload yet again this season, and with an even more non-mobile quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo, who has proven that he's a dump-off quarterback, and it seems like people don't care and that they're not excited for him. And I get the argument; I've seen it a lot that he had 400 plus opportunities last year. Usually, running backs with that workload don't do the same next year, but. And he the volume is just set his way so hard this year that I'm willing to bet on him. And a lot of people in Dynasty aren't. So I don't actually I think people just sell. have a bad a bad whole, taste in their mouth. Um, from the Raiders in general. No, just with the whole saga. Like and the whole yeah, the whole thing the saga with Jacob, is yeah. over. That's it the, is over. Like, the the yeah. saga is over. The contract Done. is signed. They gave him more money. They didn't have to. They gave him more money to come back. I have Jacobs in the mm-hmm. redraft at, at RB4. So I have zero. Concerned. I'm at RB3 right now. I, I would take yeah, I mean, right I have right Christian before. McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Bijan, one, two, three, and then Jacobs at four. Next I have three, Jacob, next yeah. three, Bijan, four. Nick, go, go get your championship. Keep Jacobs on your team. I, I have yeah, no issues with like Jacobs. It. My only issue with Jacobs is that I was legitimately concerned that he wouldn't show up. But that was yeah. the only yep. problem. That was it. I don't have an issue. I have more concerns. That's why I have Jacobs at four and Barkley at five. I have more concerns about Saquon Barkley actually playing than I do with playing at a level to be that star fantasy back than I do Josh Jacobs. I am less concerned about Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs was better last year. He did not wear down down the stretch like Saquon Barkley did. Oh, yeah. Josh Doesn't Jacobs have the injury history of Saquon Barkley. dominance throughout the entire season. Oh, I would lean Josh Jacobs over Saquon so, Barkley. Between the two. I Barkley at five, so it's not like I don't like him. Castle Sports says he likes the Cardinals coach. Why? Why? But I, I mean, agree. The totally pew, pew, pew. Yeah, no, I mean, 
horrible. Jonathan Gannon is completely incompetent and is going to be one of those coaches where the only thing that got him a good job was his resume. And that's all he has. That's all he has. That's all he mm-hmm. is. He's going to be exposed really bad. Yeah, uh, the Cardinals might be a historically bad offense this year. Hashtag tank for uh-huh. Caleb. Wouldn't be shocked by it. Yeah. I, I've seen the, the theories that people go out and the, that uh, NIL will overpay Caleb to stay at USC. That's not going to happen. So you can avoid the That's Cardinals. Um, I offered someone Drake London for JT, as Tyler suggested, and was rejected. Oh, well, it wasn't me. If it had been me, I would have taken it. I would have taken it. I, I'm, a, But I am like the biggest Drake London believer that I know. Yeah, Tyler's a pretty big London. Because that's not that oh, far off where like it doesn't warrant a con- like a counter, right? It's not a disrespectful. Well, I would have accepted it. I would I would have just been like Drake London, great. I love Drake London. So kind of surprised. Maybe I will get it. The problem is, like I said, in the league where I have JT, I already have Drake London. So Whoever's picked Tamir Gibbs, I freaking love you. And love it. I think he's worth that. So Honestly, he's, like, he's, I think... He does have a Lions avatar, though. So He does, yes. Honestly, like... So looking right, at this draft who, who so the far, right next I mean, this who is the right my next patron. Board? So in case anyone watching doesn't really realize what's going on, this is my Patreon redraft. Like, I'm not in it, but yeah, I'm running it. it. So I'm the commission of this. This is... It's not a mock draft. They're actually going to play this. Oh, they are? Yes. Oh, yes. This part. is not a mock. They are Hashtag going to play mock. this. I called it a mock because that does better in the YouTube SEO. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is not a mock. They're going to play this out. Yes. So, you know, I didn't really look okay. at the format. I just rolled it over from last year. It is a one QB. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't. there's no tight end premium or anything like that. So, Taylor. So, guys. It's a PPR. Just Taylor round two were no on that, right? Ah, uh, yeah, hard the, no. yeah, no, hard, hard no, right? Hard, hard. So hold on, I have a question. Who are the other running backs on the board? Because I did love Jameer Gibbs at that pick, but I just want to see like, is there anyone else I'd take over Gibbs? Because I don't think so. Who's the ninth? He was. Nine, it would be like Etn, Ramadre, Brees Hall. Yeah, no, I'm taking Gibbs over all those guys. Yeah. Would, Gibbs is number nine off the board in this draft, and I think that's where I'd have him ranked. I have Ramondre over Gibbs, but that's no, it. not with Zeke there now. I don't no, know. Like no. I, I the reason Deke I have Ramondre over Gibbs is that Ramondre we know handled the workload last year, and um, Montgomery is a lot more scary to me than Zeke. Yeah, but the difference is Gosh. where they're getting the difference is where they're getting the work because we know Gibbs is going to be an elite pass catcher in the offense. I think he can catch eighty passes this year very easily. Easily catch 80 passes this year. I think that's a very realistic outcome for him. Ramondre Stevenson, yeah. however, on the other hand, Stevenson is apparently, according to most camp reports that I've seen, Zeke is taking a lot of pass catcher work. He's also taking a lot of goal line work. And if you get both those things, it's both the most valuable touches in the offense, and that's extremely scary. Gibbs is not going to be a goal line back. I understand that, but he's at least getting tons of pass catching work, and he's going to be a dump off machine. Is if you don't get the goal line receiving touches, help. It's tough. Yeah, yeah, I actually, I kind of, I've been a really big believer in Gibbs since like March. I really, really love Gibbs. He's always been for my redraft. Guy, yeah. I just kind of feel like he's getting, I don't know, with some of the receivers on the board and stuff. I'd probably go that direction. I mean, I have Gibbs at um, eleven. It's not like I hate him. No, I don't hate him by any means. I just, yeah. I feel like I've got him at nine. 
he's getting drafted very high in redraft. It just surprises me a little bit. I think there's a world where he's not as relevant as people think as a rookie. I think, I think he's going to have a role. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, the only player I would have taken that was taken after Gibbs before him was uh, Stevenson. Yeah, I just don't like. I oh, just and Andrews, like, but that player, that Andrews, manager already yeah. took Kelsey. I would take. I would take Andrews above Gibbs. I would take I think Andrews, Andrews above is more Gibbs, likely no. to be a difference maker. Andrews is the only player I'd I think. Take I'm more likely to Gibbs. find another, what I would say, low end RB one than I am to. There's not going to be another, another Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. I don't. Think yeah, Andrews because so. Andrews is closer to the Kelsey tier than he is to the rest. Uh, I'd say he's actually about almost exactly halfway in between. Like almost exactly halfway in between. I mean, I he have made, he definitely his own tier. Yeah, he's I have his him own, almost. Yeah, exactly I just think he's in between. He's like, in his own tier, but I think he's closer. Kelsey, to I would say, there. you know, mid first. Andrews, usually, yeah, right around that. I'd say late two is better. Two ten would have been yeah, for me for Andrews, and mm-hmm. then the other guys, I consider Waller, who I now have at three in the. Certainly not. It's probably the mid fourth. So yeah, right about halfway in between. Oh, yeah. So I'm not a I'm not a zero running back guy, but I got to tell you, I love the team that has Jefferson, Andrews, and Mahomes right now. I feel like you could really. Oh, I I, I do not. I I, I, really? I, I think you get so far are... behind the eight ball because you have to start. He is, yeah. In this I, league, I, you got to start three flex. Else. Three flex, uh, yeah. two running backs, and two wide receivers. That's a lot. I would have taken de- probably Devontae Smith over Mahomes. So would I would have um, taken a T. Higgins over Mahomes, but it's the same I, idea. Yeah. Or, I would have no, taken no, Ramondre Stevenson. Okay. I, w- I would I'm take Smith over One thing I've never been in on, and this has not changed, is going quarterback early. I've never been in on that. Never. I tend to agree. I usually don't go quarterback early. That that team... The first three I tend not to go for, but I like I do like Fields and Lamar and like I'm the fourth and fifth teams round. And, and looking really at what I like, I see a, a lot of teams have a couple picks I like. Like for example, uh, Team Two, I like Chase and Je- uh, and Stevenson, but Taylor, not no. Taylor. Team uh, Team Three, I kind of like that start, but it's a little risky. With no wide receivers, team uh, teams four and five, I like those starts a lot. That one anchor running back and two wide receivers, I'm confident in. I love McCaffrey. I think team five got a little bit better value. I love Spence. I I I, I like how team nine looks. Shout out Spence. I probably wouldn't have gone Josh Allen, but I was I I would have hoped that Ridley would have fallen there. Bijan gave Jacobs and Allen is nice. Team uh team twelve. Got a mm, that maybe not not would have been whoever. <laughs> <laughs> team twelve. them and they were like, no. Yeah, team twelve oh, got off to a very good start. I think getting Barkley and Chubb at the turn is about as good as you could I, ask for. I think team twelve saved themselves from getting uh, screwed over by teams ten and eleven going into each turn, where they could have really wrecked what he had planned. By forcing him to take guys lower in their rank in the positional rankings, just to fill out the roster. Is the I'm trying to think. And, of the, and that's my team fe- I absolutely despise. And that's my fear out of team. Try to find that, that team. Yeah, I don't think there's is a that team, team two five. can really manipulate the board and saying, okay, you're, I'm going to force you to keep. Right now, team two is by far my least favorite. Yeah, I was because that JT that. pick I'm is, not is so bad that I. 
it doesn't matter that I like the other two picks. It's just the JT pick is so brutal. I don't like Stevenson. Either. I did update I my redraft ranks before this Jason show Wade. went live, so all the patrons can see it. But I don't so, do overall ranks, so they still have to decide between the positions. And I banned them from asking me for help for this league. So quick <laughs> question from Scribbles. What's your best strategy for trading with what we would call tough traders? What are, what's like the me? definition of a tough trader? Someone who doesn't – someone who thinks winning is fun and who doesn't actually think trading is fun, like me. Somebody doesn't like to trade. No, I mm, – It's mostly anything. people who have to win trades, like yours truly. Yeah, me. I'm I'm one of those people. Who don't just make well, trades for fun. Yeah, I'm one of those people. So I, 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 always, I feel so bad. I, Twitter like, activity I, says otherwise. My Twitter? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you you seem more into fun than me. I'm like, I, I like literally I like trading. No I like trading, but I also I feel like I, I want to make some threads trade. about did I overpay? I thought I overpaid, stuff like that. Yeah, I needed yeah, I, to get my guy. I've seen I've seen that from you. Yeah, I've seen that a little bit. It, it has a curtain. It, it's there. We can go find it if we need. Oh yeah, there's a couple times <laughs> where I've done that, but I think but I'm I winning. never do that. But I think I'm never. winning the trade. I'm sure. fine. I'm okay. If I'm really good, I'll only that, do okay the trade if I'm winning it both in my mind and by the market. Because I want the market value too. That's why I'm guess, difficult yeah. to trade with because I have to win twice for me to want to do I'm, it. I'm reminded most of my trades are someone there. being the get their guy guy trading with me where I'm getting the market side, the market winning side, and they're getting the get their guy side. It's 90% of the trades that I do. Or dumping assets I don't want for thirds and fourths. In addition, that's another type of trade I often do. So I'm going to ask you guys a quick question before you read this. Break down, or let me just ask you, who do you think were the top five wide receivers in PPR the last third of the season? Jefferson Third-year Brown. Judy. It was Jefferson Brown who was Smith. Smith was top five down there as well, wasn't he? Smith was five. That's a good one. CD yeah, Lamb was four. You know who three was? Christian Watson. No. That's a good guess. Keenan frickin' I, Allen. Keenan frickin' Allen was the third. Yeah. He was three. He, he, he I had no like, idea. Like, I was looking at it last one. night during the draft. That surprise me. I thought he was like 10. I didn't know he was all the way up there. Keenan Allen worries me because... It's the kind of thing where, like, yes, he was still good down the stretch, but you're beating the odds. Like, at 31, you're already beating yes, the odds. Yes, you're, you're behind. Usually when I, behind we go there. from 30 to 31, 31 is when I say the odds are against you, no matter what. And unless you're most players, if you look at their career trajectories, outside of your Jerry Rice or a couple like him, it's 30, still good, 31, huge decline, 32, finished. That's most of the time. Most players are like that. 31 is that tough age to crack. So I just cannot rank Keenan Allen higher than, I have him at 15 and I don't even like that. I don't even like that. Because yeah, 15, that feels, 15 20 is fair. Yeah, that feels like the risk is all on the downward side. Because yeah, his upside is not very At the end high, of the day, right? I do not think Keenan Allen is an all... I mean, these are great receivers. You know, great. 
Like Andre Johnson, 31, finished. You know, who is Andre Johnson really a worse player than Keenan Allen? Probably not. I mean, Vincent Jackson, another one. But there's so many. I mean, Julio Jones. Yeah, Julio. I mean, 31 were in decline. 32 totally finished. I mean, hamstrings some- for Julio, man. It was his hamstrings. Allen is, is not a paragon of health. Either. No, no, for sure. You're not wrong. He's not a par- I mean, he was injured last year. There, I'm not saying I'm worried about an injury. I'm just saying he's not. There are some players where you can dismiss the age because they're Hall of Famer. I mean, or not even Hall of Famers, but like you got to be more than that. You got to be an all time great. With Travis Kelsey, I'm willing to just, yeah, no tight end is done at 33, 34. But at some point, you have to say that this player is different. I don't think Keenan Allen is different. He's not different. There have been players like him. Hey, Tyler, can you uh, move down the players available tab? So that way we players can... available. What, what if what you hit the to arrow do? right to the right, on top to the right. right. Yeah, yeah, let me do that. Yeah. yeah. Guess we don't need that. question. Right? How do you guys feel about, uh, it's the team with Darren Walt team eight. With, uh, team eight. Olave. Let's look at team number Milton eight. Olave, Ridley, because I'm not like the craziest Ridley fan. I, I'm a. I'm, I think his ADP is a tad high for the risk he carries, but I love Waller. I like Waller on the fourth. I think that's fine. Yeah. And this Olave is a great start. If I had to pick my least favorite team, team eight is probably currently my least favorite. Really? I mean, yeah, because I'm because I don't reach because I don't like any of the first two. three picks that team eight made. I don't like Garrett Wilson at that value. I like Garrett Wilson, but not at that value. Yeah. I do not like Chris Olave at that value at all. And I, really I don't, don't like Calvin that. Ridley in the third. Darren yeah, Waller, reaching. where he was picked, is fine. fine. That's about fair. But yeah, it's one pick reaching. that's fair and three that I dislike. So that's probably my least favorite team. So. Even, even the Darren Waller pick is still almost a half round early. I'm okay with that one. Not compared to ADP, but I'm, I'm okay yeah. with that pick, actually, based on the value. But... The other three are reaches. Yeah. So. I mean, that team is, is a lot of upside, though. I mean, you have the two second-year wide receivers, and then you have Ridley, who could bounce back. Like, that's the – like, that those – that like, you have so much potential there with that team. That, but that, yeah, that, I, they're all reaches. That, that potential is already baked into that thing. cost. It is, yeah. I'm looking at other ones. Uh, team 5 <laughs> looks very good. Yeah, I love, love <laughs> yeah, Team 5 right now. Yeah, they're they're excellent. Uh, I would have rather taken. I'll just say I'd rather taken DJ Moore over Drake London, but otherwise I. I'd rather. Have I'd rather have DJ Moore personally. I have but, almost no yeah. complaints. I don't team have a complaint. Five, fine. I believe Team Five has taken the player I would have taken all five times. As in, I would have made the selection if I were running Team Five. I would have the same team as Team Five. Spence yes, in the chat. Did. You yeah. like that, Tyler? Yeah, I mean, I, I, like I said, I, that's, those are the picks I would have made. I don't think yeah. there's any I would have disagreed with yet. I would take DJ yeah. Moore Drake, but that's it. But I, that's a pretty close call. So I'm not I'm a big fan of DJ So Scribbles asked what a little bit ago. Isaiah Pacheco for Pat Fryermuth and tight end premium. It's easy. It's easy. Fryermuth. Yeah. There. You, you know how we feel about Pacheco on this on this channel and on this show. We, not good. Yeah. Yeah. No. Let's catch up some chat real quick while the draft gets another round or two under its belt. Uh, 12 team, one QB, start eight. Give Javante, Jamo, and a 24 first. Get McCaffrey. Ah. 
It's start eight, so yeah, I I generally just don't prefer to do things like this. I mean, I I'll give up a twenty four first for McCaffrey, but Javante's been looking better, and um, JMO I don't like at all. It's fine. I've seen worse. Uh, Montgomery or Darren Waller and AJ Dillon. Uh. Waller. Waller and Dylan for me, yeah. Because I, I, I like Waller. I, 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 want, I want Waller over Montgomery and Dylan. So yep. yeah, I agree. Yep. Yeah. We haven't really heard much about Rashad Bateman lately. He's back, he back, still hurts? He, he's back in practice, but the he's reason we haven't heard about him is because Zay Flowers is the one. Zay Flowers no, is the one. He's taking over everything. Happened. Yeah, that's yeah. happened already. So now it's a question of who is the two between Bateman and OBJ, but the two's not going to be valuable. Actually, from recent no. reports, OBJ has been quiet, not good. So I'm leaning that it's going to be Bateman, but it's Bateman at wide receiver 49. You know, he, he does seem banged up. He didn't practice yesterday, so he, he is banged up. He's going to play week one. OBJ has just been, I just, he had some initial buzz at the start, but it's kind of died. Zay Flowers is, is their guy. For sure. Yes, it looks good. Right. Tyler, I did I did message you, but I actually gotta hop out, guys. Um, I gotta go. But um it was fun drafting with you, it was fun talking with you all. I will hopefully see you next week. How'd yeah, you get yeah. some sleep before school? <laughs> no, I actually <laughs> I have a church zoom meeting I gotta be on for, for uh, a bit. So I gotta go. All right. All right. Go, go, go. Yeah. Uh DTR, Dynasty Value. Does he actually end up starting a game this season? I mean, if Deshaun Watson gets hurt, then yeah. If he, but no, otherwise, no. I traded him at the peak, like uh, after he had that really big preseason game. I got a second round pick for him in a fourteen team league. I was like, thank you, I'll take it. <laughs> yep. I love that. That's not the norm. We endorse no. those trades here. Yeah, he's yes, I would have sent a third with him to get that second. Like, I like so that. I'm not a big fan of DTR. Hey, Tyler. Although you are normally right, you were wrong about Boutte making the roster. Worth a stash over DTR or Albert O in a 12-team Superflex? I mean, he is their wide receiver six on their depth chart. So uh, at the, if the roster had been made at the time I said it, he wouldn't have made the roster. The reason he made the roster is because the Patriots' other tight ends were so bad that they chose to keep six wide receivers and only two tight ends. They kept six wide um, receivers because they only have one quarterback on the roster. Oh, that's also true. They also <laughs> kept one quarterback. Yeah. Um, Keishon Boutte, at this point, uh, Juju is their number one. Devontae Parker is their two. And their three is Kendrick Bourne. Um, Demario Douglas is four. And then it's a competition between Tyquan Thornton and Keishon Boutte for five. And I think Tyquan Thornton is leading. So, yes, but at the end of the day, I'm probably not going to hold six wide receivers from the Patriots for very long. So between Boutte and Thornton, who's ever not active for week one, is probably going to go. Out of the names he listed there, would you take him over either of them, Albert O or DTR? Albert O. But what is there with Albert O? I mean, I did put him on the list. It was traded to Eagles. Albert O has not been on dynasty rosters to me for a year. 
So yeah. not maybe not a year, but he hasn't been on my ro- rosters this offseason. He has not been rostered for me. So not Alberto. Uh, in a 12-team Superflex, I'd rather have DTR. I think you're more likely to get something out of DTR than you are out of Butte. All right, you're going to lob up the softball. I took Travis Kelsey. He's my first pick at number six, 12-team full PR. What do you think? It's great. Yeah, I like the value. Right, I mean, it's fine. For me, Jefferson and Chase are clear one and two. Then at three, right now I'm leaning toward McCaffrey. And then four and four, five, and six are a combination of Kelsey, Eckler, and Bijan. So, yeah. Yeah, I like him there. Works. So we got Trevor Lawrence or Travis Etienne and Jalen Waddle in Superflex Dynasty. Lawrence, Lawrence, easily, easily. Those those top quarterbacks are not um, are not worth buying prices. Even if on paper via the rounds it's worth the trade down, it, it's not in this case. Yeah. Travis Etienne is someone with, I dislike. Out on Travis Etienne. I, I I would for sure want to get a quarterback back as well if I'm. I'd, I'd rather it's down here. Enough. If I'm, if I'm trading someone like Trevor Lawrence, I need an overpay, and this is not an overpay. If that said, Jalen Waddle and it's not that I need a quarterback back. It just needs to be an overpay. Like if it was Jalen Waddle and Drake London, I'd think about it. I'd think about it because then the value's over, and it's just can you afford it? But Etn and Waddle, no. The value. Yeah, I'm over. taking Lawrence by a mile on that in a super that flex. All right, I have Deshaun Watson, CMC, Kenneth Walker III, Amon Ra, Amari Cooper, TJ Hawkinson, Sutton, Drake London, Pittman, Jamal Williams, Khalil Herbert, Gabe Davis, Elijah Mitchell. None of it matters. Do, Do I, I hold, or, hold sell- or sell JT? None of that. No, the roster doesn't matter. With JT, it's very simple. If you if JT being out for four weeks tanks your team, then you weren't really probably strong enough for a contender in the first place. And do you hold or sell JT? It really depends on are people willing to pay something? Someone like Spence, who was here before, thinks he's buying low and is paying Drake London for JT. Then yes, I will sell him for Drake London, who I think is going to smash right out the bat and you're not going to be able to get that done later. So in that case, yes. If you cannot get that kind of return, then you have to hold him because there are some leagues where people just don't want to deal with players like this. You can't get any return then I'm not going to sell JT for peanuts. There isn't like Christian McCaffrey missed two seasons is now 27 and is a first round startup pick in one QB leagues. So someone who's shown elite level talent, I'm not saying that, you know, JT showed what Christian McCaffrey showed in his one best year, but he was the RB one in a year. Um, and is much younger than 27. In three years, he will be 27. So I'm just saying you got to get something really good. You can't just sell JT to sell JT because you yep. like him. You have to get something in return. And in most leagues, I find that people just like, oh, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with that. I'm not dealing with that. If, if, if I can way underpay and get him, I'll do it. But I'm not, not dealing with it. That's most people's attitude. So then I'm not going to sell it. That's my answer. That's a good reminder that dynasty rosters are, are worth what you put into it and the energy that you put into trading. You can take a team that's bottom of the league. Well, it's, it's not just about that. Apart, and it's you not can just about that. Some people be patient with the trades. 
yeah. But some people also just have an attitude and it's not unfair. I understand this attitude. I just don't want to deal. If you're someone who says, I just don't want to deal with this. I don't want to deal with this scenario. I don't want to trade for JT. I'm not going to pay anything near market or anywhere near it. I just don't want to trade myself into that scenario. I don't have a problem with that strategy. Mm -hmm. But if you are in a league with 11 people who think that way, and those leagues exist, you won't be trading JT. You'll be holding on to him. That simple. What do we think about this uh, little wide receiver run followed by a running back run? Let's take a look at that. So some of these are interesting. I um, I like. I mean, what what teams haven't we talked about much? Team six. We haven't talked about team six very much. Oh, we gotta. I guess let CPU auto pick right. Yep. Nothing else I can do. Um. Oh. Cook and Cook right next to each other. <laughs> uh, let's see. Team six. Let's look at team six. So I kind of like the start of team six, and then things got kind of off the rails. Yeah. It's, it's not the worst. It's you, not you, the worst. There's, there's nothing to, like, really, really hate on, but there's nothing to get super excited about. It's steady I, I Eddie. Lockett's not my favorite. The, I, I'm not a huge fan of the Debo pick. I'd rather have had like a DJ Moore or Christian Watson. Uh, Drake London. Late. Or Drake London. Like, of that little mini wide receiver grouping there, I think he got the worst one despite picking first. Yeah, I would have. I don't think he got the worst one. I think he got the second best, but Drake London would have been the best to me. I don't like the Madison I like Debo a lot more pick. now that Trey Lance going in is not possible. I like Debo yeah. a lot more now that that is just not possible because Trey Lance going in would have hurt Debo the most because the yep. running would have taken away from Debo's short area stuff. The offense would have changed. Trey Lance not existing makes me a lot more comfortable drafting Debo Samuel than I was before. So that's something that – so I'm a lot happier with the pick than I would have been two weeks ago. But that – yeah, the Tyler Lockett pick's not my favorite, but especially now with JSN looking healthier. I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, it's an interesting draft. I, I like team three until the Judy pick. Team 11 is interesting. I've been noting team 11 on the side for me. I've, I really liked the start. I think Evans is, you know, as low of a value as you're going to get him. Yeah. I will say, though, right now, I think if I had to choose my favorite team, it was team five, but not a big fan of the last two picks, especially Hopkins. Um, so don't now like I think the Hopkins pick. Uh, I'm starting to. I don't hate it, but I'm starting to get a little nervous. I guess it's not the worst team. And I like the Camara pick. I know he's going to miss games, but Team Four is looking good to me. I, I, I like. Spence's I like Team Four. And I think Spence can pull pull it around with and cover Camara's suspension pretty well. Yeah, I think he's got a couple of guys in mind. Teams four and five are my favorite right now for sure. Burrow, like, let's talk about quarterback early. You could have had, and this is why I'm not a big fan of team one. You could have Mahomes at 301 or Burrow at 609. I don't think that's a hard choice. Burrow at 609 is a better value than Mahomes at 301. And it's not close. That's yeah. A lot of the teams that pick quarterback super early, I'm not very high on. Team 12 fields at 401 just seems too early. I'm not a big fan of that. But 
Team 12 did very well with their eighth round pick just now. If JSN yep. is really practicing now, then JSN at 801 is a, one of the best picks in the draft. Yep. So we'll see. I will say most teams are, there's no team where I'm just like the whole thing is terrible. Outside of maybe team eight. Team eight is the closest to just, this is just so bad that I can't. <laughs> anything good about it but all the other ones have at least the only they're almost drafting like it was a like it was a dynasty like a little, on, yeah, yeah one qb dynasty startup i was gonna say but then ridley and waller that early i don't, I don't, I don't mind the ridley right, pick i really don't mind the ridley pick. pick just made a good pick that's what i want to see i'm not i don't like it in a vacuum but i want to see how it shapes up because I feel like they've set themselves up with really strong receivers. The value at the picks aren't there, but when you start breaking down the overall roster, I actually kind of like it with how many wide receivers you could potentially start here. So, yeah. So back to the, I I agree. I agree with this. I I agree. I didn't move uh, Ramondre that far down. Also the fact that the Patriots cut all their other running backs tells me that we might finally get a two-back committee instead of three. So I, I I have Ramondre at 10. Or we might see some 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 of those six wide receivers mm. make some plays in the backfield. Once again, uh, with the tight end values, if I had to choose, would I rather take Darren Waller at 405 or Evan Ingram at 807? I'd probably rather take Evan Ingram at 807. But they're both about right. The tight ends are about right. I mean, Waller at 405 is about right. Um, and then Hawk at 505 is about right. Goddard and Kittle in that mid six is about right. Hits is a little early for me. And Ingram starting the next group at 807 is about right. So, yeah, no real complaints so far. Dustin, I like Kittle or they got him. Dustin won the, this league last year. Which which team is Dustin's? One. Team one. Okay. There's no besmirching the champ in the stream. Man, I really well, gotta tell you, I'm not a fan of anything that Team One has done. And I, I kind of like, like it. It's I don't know. Everything. I kind of don't hate it. McLaren, no, not a fan. Uh, Connor, I like at six twelve is a value. That that is a value. Yes, that's the first. Yeah, other than Jefferson, and and it, it was going very well, and then three through five, I really dislike, and then six got it back on track. So Louis G says, I just traded Pollard and Dotson for JT in a second in Dynasty last Friday. Mm. He's kind of feeling down about that. I'd still lean JT, but it's close. Yeah. It's I like now the JT reasonable. side. Before it was easily the JT side. Now it's fair. If, if that trade yeah. came across, I wouldn't think much of it. Mm-hmm. And he has another follow-up question. Mm. Waddle or Olave in Dynasty, and is it close? It's very close. I have them back-to-back. I have Waddle one spot ahead because I feel like Waddle is a little bit more proven that he's really an elite talent. Olave is a maybe elite talent still to me. I'm laughing because that's exactly where I have him. Waddle and then Olave right back-to-back. Same boat. Yeah, I just have slightly more confidence in Waddle. If If I'd seen just a little more from Olave, I'd have him higher. But I have a lobby very high. I have him at wide receiver eight. It's just it's interesting in this draft actually if you look where Olave I mean it's the same team too, but like the difference between Olave and Jahan Dotson, that's a lot of rounds. 
I don't know that it's that much I'm of a, a big fan of Jahan Dotson. Me too. Yeah, Jahan Dotson so is rising in my rankings as Terry McLaurin is falling. Didn't you? Didn't you ask uh, on the show sheet if we were if Jahan Dotson's going to pass Terry McLaurin soon? I didn't hear that. Of, I'd like someone. Yeah, I, 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 I wrote asking, nothing in the preseason takes. I was busy working in the intro segments and news. I was asking, do you think Dotson can take McLaurin in the short term? In terms of redraft? This year, yeah. I think that yep. sounds like... Only if McLaurin is severely hampered by the toe. Otherwise, I believe that, too. The only thing, as a Commanders fan paying attention to training camp, it Dotson and Howell do seem to have a more consistent connection at practice, even before the toe. So that's that's the only thing that's kind of making it interesting. I feel like Dotson's finally getting a lot of buzz in the fantasy community the last couple of weeks, and it's I drafted kind of been more to... forty in, in Scott Fishbowl. So I've been there. Yeah, the I got whole him too in Fishbowl. Yeah, I've been there the whole time. I would say though, the toe is the reason for the rankings change, not any other reason. Yep. Toe scary. People are dismissing it, but you really shouldn't. They're saying, no, it wasn't turf toe. Yes, it was. It was totally turf toe. The problem Definitely is turf the, reason, the people are dismissing it because they say it was mild. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as mild turf toe. That doesn't exist. And it's just, I think people underestimate turf toe because it doesn't sound bad, but it is really bad. It, the problem is that it totally, the toe bending in that way affects the acceleration. You cannot push off the line. You can't push off. That means you don't separate. It's excruciating pain when you try. Excruciating. You can't push out of the line. You can't push out of your brakes. It hampers wide receivers. And people are saying, oh, it's not a problem. It is a big problem. It is a big problem, especially for someone like Terry McLaurin, who's not elite. Terry McLaurin is not elite. If it were Devontae Adams, I would say I don't care because Devontae Adams is elite. He'll find a way to win. Terry McLaurin is not elite. So I am concerned. I am very concerned, especially with an inexperienced quarterback. If you're not separating and you can't push out of the brakes and get the same kind of separation to be as open with turf toe, I'm very concerned off the bat. And if Dotson looks good, does he get a bigger role in the offense? Potentially. To keep the in mind, thing that is, even for elite wide receivers, the last you mentioned Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams suffered a season with turf toes a couple years ago. It was the last time he was, had a season under 1,000 yards. Yep. What year was that? Was that 2019? Yeah. Was that a lack of Rodgers year? Uh, No. I don't think so. Mm, I, I think, think he, uh, Rodgers didn't play a full season that year. The one oh, where... But in 2019, Devontae Adams only played 12 games. So he still averaged 83 yards per game. And he, was still, is... he, he missed that time due to the turf toe sure. as well. But I don't think anyone thinks Terry McLaurin is going to miss time. So he's not going to miss time. The question is how hampered is he going to be when he plays because i don't think we really have to worry about him missing time i I, i'm confident terry mclaurin's going to play week one the problem is is he going to be hampered here's the thing with turf toe if you have a really good point turf toe if you rush back from turf toe that thing's just going to re-inflame it's going to bother you the whole season if i'm a McLaurin owner, I actually, and as a Commanders fan, I actually want them to sit him the first two weeks and just let it be 100%. Well, they might want that. That's not going to happen. Rodgers played that whole season, by the way. Yeah. But Adams missed games. He 83 yards a game is good. 
83 yards a game is still good. It's it's but it is a decline. It's important to note that that's a decline off its regular performance, but it's telling that over a 17 game season, 80 the yards per game would still prorate to 1400 yards. Yeah. So it, it's a decline for Devonte Adams, but a decline is still very good. But it is important to note it. His yards per game was the lowest among the surrounding seasons. So it was, it did affect him. Problem is, for someone who's not elite, it's going to affect them more, and he's starting from lower to begin with. So if it affects 15% instead of 10, and you're starting from lower to start with, is that enough to push him outside of wide receiver two range? Maybe. Because I didn't have that, I didn't have him that high anyway. I had him at like 21 or 22. I have a gut feeling just from stuff I've been reading that they're going to be cautious with it. I really do think they are, they feel like they can beat uh, the Cardinals without him. I think yeah. they end up sitting him just that one week and then he ends up coming back again. You Denver know how it works in the NFL week. though. You know, you, you sit one week and then you, Wally Pipp can come out. <laughs> it's well, it's Ron, tough. Ron Rivera might think that they are still in contention for a playoff spot. Oh my God. I like and that. Ron Rivera. I'll take the I'll take whatever the odds are on him to be the first coach fired. I'll I'll take the that bet. I didn't realize how good Sam Howell was sitting on my bench for the first seven weeks of the season. I did yeah. not realize how good the player I'm coaching was. And that was drafted under what does my that regime. Say? Like it's the kind of thing where even if that's true, why say that? Why would you he say said that? a couple Basically, things this offseason that you're just like, why? Why would you even bring it up? <laughs> do, do you guys see what Kelly Stafford said about Matt Stafford? I, that was bad too. How he doesn't connect with the younger players and has to have a like a, a, a like set of like how was your cards. weekend? <laughs> yeah, a set of flashcards to know who they are. He oh doesn't know God. who Puka Nakua is. I'm I'm sure of it. Doesn't. <laughs> right. Now I'm going to say that's the one young guy he does know. 12-team, one QB, start eight. Give Deontay Johnson and Miles Sanders and get a 20 – or get a 24 first. 24 oh, first. Man. Yeah, 24 first, I guess. If you get if you get that pick one or pick two, you're getting either Marvin Harrison Jr. or you're getting Brock Bowers. Uh, yeah. I wish it didn't cost so much in one QB, but I get it. Oh. Just traded oh. JMO for Burks. What y'all think? Burks easily. Burks is going to play week one. Mm-hmm. He's back to practice. Yeah, he practiced and he looked good, they said. Yeah. He, that was surprising. Burks, in terms of with these all these injuries, Burks is definitely going to play week one. Terry McLaurin, I'm confident, but not definite, is going to play week one. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, I find hard to believe, but I guess it's possible. Jerry Judy, I think it's more likely Jerry Judy misses four weeks than plays week one. I think I read six this week they were projecting. And now people are saying it could be up to eight. Jerry Judy is do not draft for me. Because I didn't like him that much to start with. I didn't like him that much to start with. So the discount I'd need for Jerry Judy is so much that I have Jerry Judy at wide receiver 42. I'm totally out. 12-team, 1QB, half-point PPR. A 25-second or Nico Collins, Penny, and Gainwell? 25-second. 
Give me the yeah. Give me the twenty-five second and three roster spots. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll try to fill those roster spots with something else. Definitely. Yep. Ye of little faith. Uh, I would have more faith if you didn't pick Kadarius Tony with your last pick. How many Chiefs does he need? I don't know. I kind of really like he, like he likes he likes red jerseys. <laughs> I will say red the and people purple. in the Patreon said they wanted the live roast. I don't know if Wait, they still feel that way. Is, is this team all red and purple? Yeah. It's all Ravens, Cardinals, Chiefs, and Vikings. Commanders, yeah. <laughs> Red and purple. That's going to get in his head for the next pick, though. <laughs> he's he's going he's to be staring down, staring down those guys and going, damn, St. Patrick caught me with all those red and purple jerseys. <laughs> Dude, I kind of like Dustin Ross's team. I know Tyler doesn't like it. I'm... It's one of my favorites of the, the league right now. Oh, I like the Mingo pick, especially right. in round 10. Yes. Oh, I, I love that there. You, are you decent with IDP, Ryan? Uh, I am not. I've actually never played an IDP league. I, I've played I, fantasy I football either. since 1995. I've never played in an IDP league. We will let Tyler get to that later and see how we want to respond to that. Um, but a dynasty superflex: Trevor Lawrence in the twenty-four second, or Pollard, London, and Dotson. It's so this is where Tyler was saying, you know, you got to have that overpay for Lawrence. This is getting close to that for me. Um, I don't. I, I don't want to send that second with it. Yeah, if I, if I'm that's Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, that's the problem. It's it's probably I, I the most find, even we've seen. I can find another Dotson. I don't. I'm not worried about that. Pollard's gonna give me what one, two more years. I think he's overpriced right now, and overvalued. Yeah, I think to your point, if you took the second out of this, I think that's a probably better deal. I I'd, I'd want to keep Lawrence in the second, but this is getting closer with someone trying to overpay. Uh, but the second, Lawrence. yeah. Now let me ask you, Tyler. If you took the second out of that, what side do you like? Is that getting close to your overpay? No. Um, also, Spencer says Lawrence not even close. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, how are you feeling about IDP? I know you don't have IDP rankings, but a ten-team IDP I dynasty IDP. league. First three picks are Bijan, Herbert, Gibbs. Who's my next pick? Wide receiver or running back? I hate IDP because the people who like IDP are so obnoxious. <laughs> not, your regular fantasy football is not real fantasy football. You don't play with defense. It's not real. So because of that horrific attitude, I, out of spite, will never play IDP. Uh, however, I don't know. One, I guess this is a super flex. First three. Uh, well, picks. you're doing very well. You're doing very well if that's your start, right? I mean, isn't that a great start? If it's super, um, if it's super flex, yes. Says I don't, uh, I don't even like it. I just joined it. <laughs> find a new dynasty league. Quit while you still can. I don't know who the next pick is. Who, who's available? Give me, give me some choices. I, I don't know who's available. Who am I picking from? Oh, those are your first. Okay, I thought those yeah, were for, like, I was the like, rookie draft. Who are we? Who is available? Like, 
we don't worry about position. We worry about value. But who's available? Who? Tell me. Give me some options. Let's move on to the next question. Oh, uh, we, we did this did one. one. Can Swift finish top 15 running back if he catches 60 balls? Uh, if man. he catches 60 balls, I think yes. I just don't think he's going to catch. On the ground. I mean, Here's the problem. The Eagles also had, I think it was like the lowest in the league, and it was under three targets per game to their uh, running backs. So He caught 48 in 14 games last year, which would basically pace to that 60. And he still was nowhere near it. So I'm going to say, no, he's not going to catch 16 balls and 60 balls. And even if he did, I'm still saying no. I'm going to say if he catches 60, he ends up top 15 just because of that target analysis where most guys that get four targets a game and 100 touches end up top 15 or 20 backs. And if you get six-plus targets, which I think he would need to get 60 balls, then, yeah. But last year, he had 99 carries. He had 7.1 attempts per game. That's not going. You're not going to be top 15 if that's all you get. 60 is yeah. not enough. 60 is not that many. Joshua says, I was too fast to click on Johnston up against the clock after taking Allen, but was able to snag JSN. Uh, yeah, I mean, given that the recent changes in things, I think I would have taken Burks and JSN there. But JSN might have been one of my two. I'm kind of debating. I need to see. I'm going to do a rankings update and see how at practice he really is. So Kevin's got some answers for us. So some of the players available, we have JT Hall, ETN, Henry Pollard, um, Devonte Smith, Higgins, London, Samuel, Ridley. For some reason, I thought he was meaning Curtis Samuel, and that's that's what threw me off there while reading that. Like, Samuel. <laughs> Wait, that makes no sense. Like, nope, I'm a people. Commanders fan, and I didn't even think that. <laughs> uh, we got Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, Pitts, Kittle. Uh, so in terms of who to pick, um, yeah, to add, to add dynasty of B. John Herbert Gibbs, all looks good to me. I'll, I'll go with Hall. Go back to running backs real quick. It was Taylor Hall, ETN, Henry Pollard. Yeah, I'll take Hall. So strange that Hall is still there. I'll take. I'm starting to like the Tank Dell picks. I know he's going to be the the most random outlier, but there just seems to be a lot of connection going back to the senior bowl between him and Stroud. So Yeah, I'll pass on Tank Dell and redraft. Tank Dell is not going to even. I mean, Tank Dell is not going to play week one at all. And if I'm taking a player like that, I is a 16-spot league. I need to know if I have something week one. And I am not going to know because he's not hes not going to get on the field. I mean, their starting wide receiver set is Robert Woods, Noah Brown, and Nico Collins. I, I think he's going to overtake those guys, though. I think Dell's going to carve out a role. I can't wait that long. Yeah. And if I'm taking a late-round pick in redraft, in Dynasty, sure, but in redraft, I can't wait. You can't wait. You're going to need to make waiver moves on week one. I can't hang on to Tank Dell, whose upside is – what wide receiver 40 <laughs> yeah it's probably it's the upside 
waste of a pick. Waste of time. I cannot let, have Tank Dell. I'm let me sorry, ask you, Ryan. I, I have Tank Dell at very low. I have him at 81. So I redraft. No, thank you. The round 11 here in this draft that just happened with Laporta through Mooney. Yes. Love the Laporta pick. Laporta, I actually really like. I like Kincaid better. Yeah. Yeah. I love both. Kincaid is an even better value. Oh, I missed that. I'll be honest. Yeah. Kincaid's even better. But That's both fantastic. are great. Yeah, both, both are great. Jalen Warren, I like at this point, too, because he seems to be getting more and more buzz. And as a Najee Harris truther, I'm starting to get a little nervous. Gainwell looks like he's getting a lot of care. Yeah. In a PPR at 11.05, McKinnon is a good value. Another good pick from Spence. And from Team 4 with Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, those those are definitely... Yeah, those are shaping out to be two of my favorite teams from this so far. Like the Spears pick. Too. I do. I like that a lot. Yeah. Team 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 five is team five is very good. They've listened to the show a lot. No. <laughs> they are on every week. <laughs> now they're they're a good account to begin with. Yeah. True. Not loving what team six is doing. Yeah. Uh, not loving team six. And team eight is just I think that is my least least favorite. I, I have nothing nice to say about Team 8. Team 8 is by far my least favorite. I also... Team 11. Not a big fan of what Team 11 has been doing. Lately. I do like Ultimate the high Matt pick a, there. Ultimate is just lighting a pick on fire. I don't like that one. That's my. Jaylen I Hyatt's actually like. A little similar. It's a slightly better version of Tank Dell to me, but I think it's going to be the same problem, because I think I don't think Jalen Hyatt is going to play much week one. Slightly better version of Tank Dell because the obstacle is less bad, but I still not a fan of that one. Kenneth Gainwell, I like Romeo Dubs or other players who had higher upside than Dubs. So that one. Yeah. AJ Dillon is just is. I give that two thumbs down. Yeah, the Dylan Komet is. I started Dylan to Komet like in the draft in the beginning. Combo. I also don't like Herbert really in the sixth. Oh, considering Burrow was available seven picks later and Lawrence nine picks later. And I don't like that ETN Harris combo at all. It's, it's not bad. Three, four, though, that's not terrible not to me worst, with the back. It's, it's yeah. scary. AJ Brown is not. My favorite pick also. They bypass CD Lamb and running. Twice. Yeah. I have CD Lamb I'm, I'm not very super, high. So I'm not high on team 11, team eight, and team six. Although team six did just maybe help themselves by picking Chigakonkwo to cover up for Evan Inger. Uh, I also, team, I got to say team nine. Team nine, Bijan was good. Jacobs was good. But then we have gone completely off the rails. I'm not sure I like much else of what team nine did. Khalil Herbert at 804 might be the only other pick that I like from team nine. I know you don't like it. I don't hate the Kittle pick at six. It's not the, it's not the best, but it's not the worst. Kirsten Kirk and Amari Cooper are not my favorite. No. 
Josh Allen, I got to say, though, the, it, it's funny. I don't like to take quarterbacks early in one QB leagues. The leagues that I tend to win are the ones that I take the quarterbacks early, and I have Mahomes or Allen. So I don't know if there's something to you that I got to readjust. Yeah. Every time I invest early, I win. I like the people who are taking second tight ends, uh, especially to cover the Team 4's approach. I like this Kincaid and Musgrave approach. I like Love what it. Team 4 is doing. Musgrave looks really good, I too. I have very few complaints about Team 4. Uh, Adam Thielen, I could have done with that. But other than Adam Thielen, there's not much I would change on Team 4. So, while I was in the bathroom, uh, Dustin said that I have to go and follow, listen, watch, read all of Ryan's stuff. All right. I, got one. I will Ryan. say Team 1 has majorly turned it around. With uh, the trio of with of Laporta, Mitchell, and, and Singletary, those have all been good values. Yep. Hey, hey, Ryan, where can where can uh, Dustin find all of your work? Yeah, that's a good right, question. right at that at at what Gibbs FF on Twitter, like Joe Gibbs. What Gibbs FF? You know, I thought your last name was Gibbs for the longest time. I know. I even got the Joe Gibbs glasses as the logo. <laughs> So Tyler, Brett has a quick question for you. Why are you so out on Judy? He didn't even go on IR. Okay, so this is the kind of thing where you got to read between the lines. People are saying very bad things about Jerry Judy who have knowledge of the situation. And uh, yeah, I have a feeling that he is a lot less ready than he thinks. To me, it's definite four weeks. And it is sounding like it could be more like six to eight. And in that instance, in a redraft, you can go eight weeks without Jerry Judy. You're burning a pick. There was a, a whole thing that uh, Derek Brown and John Daigle pointed out on a podcast that Adam Schefter did. And uh, Jerry Judy's not going to play week one. No. I, I'm, I'm also concerned of the re-injury rate for... That's also true. Hamstrings of all the injuries are top of the list of what scares me. Yep. Even more than anything else. Hamstrings, the fantasy footballers talk about it constantly. We don't want to have a hamstring problem. A hamstring problem is the last thing I want. I don't want that because that does not get healed until you rest for a long period of time. So he's either going to be out. It's not going to be fully Unless he misses five or six weeks, it's never going to be fully healed. He's going to be playing through it. And the problem with a hamstring is it can get aggravated at any time. And then the, your game is cut short, and then you don't want that. So, like, you play the first, five game, the first five snaps of the game and Crushes suddenly you. And Jerry Judy's you have a zero. To begin with, I'm not that excited about Jerry Judy. Spence, known JT truther. How is that for, for cost on Evan Hall? You Fine. just took him in the last round. Fine, yeah. I have Evan Hall at running back 53. I mean, I'd, I'd have to look and see if there are. I don't want to influence the draft. Um, yeah, I mean, considering I'm looking, quick look at the running backs left, I'm not sure there are many running backs I would have taken over him if any had. Good pick. So you have him RB 41. So I really like it. Yeah, I still think the most likely outcome is that JT comes back, but 
you know, so even so we're covering Jack Prescott with Kirk Cousins. <laughs> so if I look at those two, if I look at those two, I would have rather just not picked Dak Prescott and only had Kirk Cousins and taken someone else at 10.06. Like, if we look at Team 7, Team 7 is weak at wide receiver. I mean, we have Deontay Johnson at wide receiver 2, Traylon Burks at 3, and Rasheed Rice at 4 and no one else. If I could have canceled the Dak Prescott and instead had, looking at the guys picked later, it's rough. There's not a lot of guys. Probably Marvin Mims would have been the one I would have wanted now with all the recent news. Yep. If I could have Marvin Mims instead of Dak Prescott, I might like Team 7's build a little better. I also would have liked Mingo there too because I do think Mingo, Mingo is going to get a lot Mingo of wrong. would have been my pick before this Broncos stuff. But Marvin Mims is a better prospect than Jonathan Mingo. I do like the covering of Joe Burrow with, with Daniel Jones. Um, I don't like yeah. covering Rodgers. Daniel Jones though. is such a value at 14.09. I mean, Daniel, we have to accept, Daniel Jones is not going to be on waivers during the season. So at some point, yep. he's got to be picked. And 14.09, even if I had a quarterback already, is a fine value. It's a, it's a good it's a good pick. I, 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 I really like that. If Joe Burrow is starting slow with the calf or is having yeah, – I have very stuff. few complaints about Team 4. Team four is doing very well. How concerned are you about Burrow to start the season with the calf injury? Lightly. There are a few quarterbacks. I would say if I took Mahomes, Allen, or Hurts, I'm probably not taking a backup quarterback. Anyone else, I'm fine taking some of the backups if they fall to a value like Cousins or Jones in the 14th. I'm fine taking them. So we're looking for some thoughts here. Ninth pick, double flex, 10-man PPR. Herbert, Cup, Adams, Andrews, Sanders, Kamara, Hopkins, Dobbins. Also have Jamal Williams till Kamara comes back. Yeah. I, I, it's, a, it's a team that was drafted. I think it's good. Format. I mean, I think it's, it's fine. I would say most of the time, like team eval stuff like this, is mostly done on the Patreon. There's the link. Um, yeah. Next. Yeah, I think you got That's a lot fine. of experience. you have a lot of really good veteran older wide receivers that should. That's going to be a good for this year. If they team. perform consistently. Yeah. I have picked two in a uh, non PPR. I was asked for non PPR ranks a little bit this week. I don't do those. Nobody does. And Jefferson is going standard. first. Who would you recommend it to? Uh, in a standard, I, I would, almost want to just take Bijan Robinson at two. Hmm. But I'll I, I'll go with yeah, I'll go with Bijan Robinson. I, I kind of like Chase over Jefferson because Chase catches less balls than Jefferson. Well, Jefferson I was gonna say it's one of yeah. the few formats I would take. I could would potentially take Chase over Jefferson. But I'd still leave Jefferson just because the body work would. Yeah, the running backs. I'll take. I'll probably take Bijan Robinson. Is that a keep? Is that dynasty? That one? Did it say? No, I didn't think it was. No. I think it's just a redraft. Okay. Scott, non PPR really hurts McCaffrey Neckler. Also, if you're watching the show and you're putting questions in the chat, now that we're getting into full draft season and you're asking questions, 
make sure to include it if it's redraft or dynasty. We yeah, that would we help. Do, we do default to dynasty a lot of the times, and not not this week, but not this generally, week. if you ask, if you're gonna uh, ask during the, trade the question, season, right now we're assuming most of the time it's redraft, but during the season. We don't know whether it's redraft. <coughs> you have to specify during the off season. It's obviously always down. I, I mean, very, yeah. We, we look when for, we get look to shows groups. in the season. It's very important because both redraft and dynasty leagues are going on. You need to specify which it is. Um, let's see. So there was a couple other things. Do either of you guys have anything to say about the Trey Lance situation? <laughs> Man, I that was on the show I, sheet as an intro segment, but we just kind of. JT never got that way. Yeah, I know he's. I know he's viewed as a bust. I still feel like there's a a path to relevance for him, though. I really do. Um, If he could get with the right system where he can, they can build a run game around him. I I still think there's time for him to develop. It's just he was such a project. I think that the big thing to me is that I think NFL teams need to start realizing is when a guy is that much of a project. You can draft him, but it's not at pick two. It's not trading draft capital, go up and get him. Uh, those guys just flame out so that. much. I do think teams have learned that. I think we have seen the end of top five drafted quarterback who doesn't start week one. I think I said this in the first place. If you can't start week one, you shouldn't be drafted in the top five. I said that from the beginning. Yep. You're not worthy. If you cannot start week one, you are not a top five pick. It's my opinion. I think I've been proven right I'm, in over the last few years. With all of these projects coming out like a Trey Lance and flaming out, does Anthony Richardson scare you at all? No, because Anthony Richardson's not a project. Anthony Richardson is not a project. Anthony Richardson is not a good thrower and is not going to become one. But he is not a project. He is a different kind of player. No one is thinking that Anthony Richardson is going to become a good thrower of the ball. The problem is that the 49ers had their offense. They were going to run it, and they expected Trey Lance to develop into becoming a good thrower of the ball. That was never going to happen. Yep. So, Do you see Cousins there next year? I've said it a million times, and I – yes – for, I agree. For, me, for me, I think Jerry Jones would be wise to, to tell Trey Lance, all right, we, we traded for you. We spent this pick on you. Go spend a season in the XFL and get all these game reps while still under contract for the I Dallas Cowboys. It won't happen, but I would love to see it because he needs game reps and he needs plays. He needs throws. Yeah. Even against that subpar competition, he needs reps. It's just not, it's not, not gonna, how the world works. He's not going to get it in Dallas. It's just not how the world works. I, I, I don't know XFL reps are going to help him. I wouldn't be also be surprised if we see Trey Lance hurt Dak's redraft value this year it's by ridiculous. taking away some stuff at the goal line and some That's interesting plays that we saw from Trey Lance in his rookie That's year. That's not going to happen. I, Trey Lance, I'd be surprised if Trey Lance plays at all. I, I don't believe that. Do you want him to run the T- Tim Tebow offense on the goal line? <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't point, see him not doing anything. At this point, I do not think Trey Lance is going to get another starting job. Right now, I have Trey Lance and Will Levis valued similarly. Why is that? 
I think Will Levis is more likely to get a chance to have a starting job because technically he hasn't had a chance yet. But if Trey Lance ever goes in, he rushes, so he'll be worth more for fantasy. For real life, if we were talking about who has more real life value, it's obviously Will Levis because he was just taken in the second round and Trey Lance was just dumped for a fourth rounder. Um, but, oh, Brock Purdy. Uh, don't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah. For, for Dynasty, they're about equal to me. Basically, I have, at this point, you know, there's 31 starters. Then I have Trey Lance and Will Levis. And then Baker Mayfield at 34. You want to hear something crazy, though? What? Will Levis still is a year, a full year older than Trey Lance is. That it just he's so young. That's why I can't write him off yet. I feel like if he gets in the right if he gets with the right staff, if he gets with the right it's offense, I feel of like a period he, of time. It's too much of a period of time. It's not about age. He just hasn't played significant anything since twenty nineteen. And now he's not gonna play at all this year. So, but I think that's good for him. I think he needs to develop. I really do. No, I, I, I don't want to see him rushed into anything. It's been too many years. It's been too many years at this point. And I do think if he were good, he'd still be on the 49ers. I really think he's just, he has to just be bad. Does Shanahan have a good track record with quarterbacks, though? Like long-term? Some anywhere? He does. He has a good track record of getting more out of less. He has a good track record of getting more out of less, of making Nick Mullins look better than he should, of making C.J. Beathard looking better than he should. I think we're going to see of making Jimmy Garoppolo look better than he should. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to see how bad <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo is with Josh McDaniels as his coach. I think we're going to see. Well, one of the things – Shanahan does with his system is he gives them the one read and if it's not there, it's a dump off. And that's I think across the board and that his play calling has allowed for that to happen because he I think it's very schemes, simple. He schemes players open so well. I think it's, it's either there it's, or it's not. It's very simple. Kyle Shanahan wanted to pick Mac Jones. John Lynch said no, you have to pick Trey Lance. Kyle Shanahan said, Okay, well, I'll take Trey Lance. I'm gonna put him on the bench. He's going to be our starter. Oh, oops. Injured. Oh, now I have an excuse. Never going to go back to him. I, you can fire me. I will not, I will not coach this team with Trey Lance as my starter. You need to get rid of him. I don't want him. It's funny because during the draft, that was so much smoke leading up to it. Does Shanahan prefer Mac Jones? I think it was real. I think he actually preferred Mac Mac Jones. He never acted like he wanted Trey Lance. He never, you know, uh, anything with Trey Lance. Never, ever. Which is funny because it's the same thing that happened to him in Washington. They didn't want RG3, him and his father, and they got RG3. So I think it's it's odd that they just keep getting in that situation where they get it shoved down the throat. It's just coincidence, but it just, I'm with you. They made a huge mistake, and I think that it is the end of quarterback projects. I think that this is leaving such a bad taste in people's mouths that nobody is going to spend this high of a pick on a project ever again. You can spend this high of a pick on someone like Anthony Richardson, who the idea is that they're going to run. But you have to, but also Anthony Richardson looks much more ready year one than Trey Lance did because he, at the end of the day, 
while he wasn't a good passer, he played at Florida. Yeah. Florida is not North Dakota State. He played at Florida. He played against SEC competition. He played against a lot of players who are going to be in the NFL. He played against serious competition. Did he pass accurately against them? No. Was he able to physically compete with them? Yes. Maybe that's... He also didn't have the best supporting cast either to be playing in the SEC. I feel like he did a... I mean, I'm, I'm excited about Anthony Richardson. Yeah, I like I'm him. I'm excited about Anthony Richardson, and I just think that, you know, the idea was that he was going to start week one. If you don't think he can start week one, you shouldn't pick him that high. Yep. This one, it's it's Gibbs over Mixon. Oh, yeah. Gibbs and, like, that's not even a – yeah. Big time Gibbs. Spence asks, can he post a pick of the draft? Why not? Do it. Why not? Yeah, go for it. All right, so we took care of Trey Lance. Don't forget to watch my short on Trey Lance. A lot of my friends are starring, playing a starring role in, in that. And then uh, while your people are here, a few notable cuts. I don't think there were any cuts that affected redraft. Yeah, I, we can take that down. I think we talked enough about the draft. I'll, I'll talk about the draft in the Patreon itself. But I think I want to... Um, Thank everyone for participating in the draft. Um, and um, I want to thank everyone for that. And I just want to thank everyone from the Patreon for being there and doing it and, you know, doing a great job of make, getting the picks in in time. And uh, I'll go over the draft a little bit more on the Patreon. I might do a Patreon video or something. I reference it on the next Patreon show. Um but yeah, just thanks everyone for that. And then um, a few, okay, so a few NFL cuts, right? Let's see. The Patriots cut Bailey Zappi. Apparently, this was not very surprising to people there, but it was a little surprising to me. Yeah. I remember the Zappi hour. Do you remember the Zappi hour? <laughs> I mean, there there was a point where it seemed like did they prefer him to Mac Jones that one? So it's I I was surprised. He almost beat the Packers last year. Like his first game out there, like it, he's fine. I felt like he was he he had that job safely. I thought as a QB two of the team. The only thing I could Apparently think of not. is, do they see some of the other moves across the league? Do they like that Colt McCoy got cut? Do they prefer him as a backup? Because that could God. be a fit there. I can't prefer Colt McCoy as <laughs> maybe it's for the sake any of being other a, quarterbacks uh, though. Uh, a clipboard holder, someone in the headset that's got a little bit more experience. Maybe we'll see. I mean, they're obviously not going to go into the season with one quarterback, right? But Bailey Zappi was someone I had some dynasty thought had some dynasty value, and I guess he does not. Uh, you can drop him. These kind of quarterbacks, once they once they, these backups, once they fail, they just become journeyman backups. They're not someone you want to keep. So you can drop Bailey Zappi in Dynasty. Uh, Broncos traded Alboro to the Eagles. Don't add him. Don't Please don't. Don't add him. There are other players who are better. Just forget it. Two different coaching staffs have seen Alberto and have said, you suck. No thanks. So, yeah. I'm good on him. Next, the Jets cut Zonovan Knight. This one, I have a different opinion. He was squeezed by this roster. Someone yeah. good was going to be cut from the Jets. Zonovan Knight 
Michael Carter, and Israel Bonaconda are both are all three good enough to be the RB three on a team. One of them wasn't going to make it. It's unsurprising they got rid of the one they didn't pick this year, and you know, the UDFA. They kept four backs, including a high-end guy in Brees Hall and a high-priced free agent in Delvin Cook. So they obviously like Carter and Abanaconda. Donovan Knight just got squeezed out. There's been interest in him on the waiver wire. I fully expect him to be claimed and uh, potentially have a more... I'm not saying he's going to be relevant, but these running backs are the guys you want to hang on to. This is someone who won the starting job for a period of time as a UDFA rookie last year. So this is someone I would not drop in Dynasty over a lot of other guys. But he's he's not a drop to me yet. If he doesn't get claimed, I'm a drop. But I'd rather have yeah, him I, over like journeymen like Matt Breida or Justice Hill. Yeah. Or even UD, uh, draft other guys who got cut, Dwayne McBride and Daenerys Prince. I'd rather have Zonovan Knight because they were all cut by their teams. But we one of them we know was good. The other two... We're never good. I'd rather take the one that was good at some point. McBride really surprised me, though. I, I liked him as like a power runner as, a, as his Knight profile. McBride. McBride. That surprised me a lot. I was stunned that he was cut. But the track record of guys who don't make their rookie year 53 is basically death. Yep. So it's, it's basically... It's basically a, a death sentence. Oh. I heard State Farm's hiring for many of them. <laughs> like, for but example, Zonovan Knight made the Jets' initial 53. And then he bounced up and down the practice squad. But if you can't even make this initial 53, it's a really bad sign. Can you see Zonovan Knight going to someone like the Colts? Like, is that a. I, I could picture that being a waiver no, claim I for them. So I don't think that solves anything. I think. There are a few teams who I can pull up the depth charts. Um, but there are a couple teams who really don't have anything at RB3. Um, Bengals? The Bengals. The Bengals don't even really have much at <laughs> RB2. Um, at RB2. But th- that's would, you rather, would, would you rather have Zonovan Knight or Chase Brown? Well, I'll give you an example. Chase Patriots. Brown. Have no RB3. I like Chase Brown. The Patriots do not currently roster an RB3. So that's a team that could claim him. Uh, yeah, the, the Bengals are on my list. The uh, Texans. Panthers? The, uh, yes, the Panthers. I mean, I think he's better than Raheem Blackshear. Uh, the Lions do not roster an RB3. I'm not saying that he's going to have a lot of... Uh, the Rams. Because Zach Evans is falling off that roster. Cardinals? Uh, for anyone. The Cardinals, yeah. They, they don't have an RB3. Their RB3 they don't is have an RB2. Amari DeMarcado. <laughs> who maybe is someone you should look at. I'd rather have Zion than over Keontae Ingram. Did you say uh, Titans? Well, yeah, the Titans cut um, – they cut Hassan Haskins. Yeah, it's Julius, Julius Chestnut is their three. The Raiders, they don't really have an RB3. 
So yeah, the Patriots is what I say. literally don't have an RB3. They literally do not roster one, but there are many of other teams. The Lions are the other that literally do not have one. But the Packers, Emmanuel Wilson is not better than Zonovan. Well, no. the Packers do like Emmanuel Wilson quite a bit. Yeah, but he's still not better than Zonovan. I mean, he barely made it over the other options. I was happy to see Sean Tucker and Zach Evans both get rostered. Zach Evans was... Zach Evans was close to being cut. I'll say that. Yeah. I'm telling you, I still still like Sean Tucker. I feel like if he didn't have the medical stuff coming out of college, I don't think he makes it past round four. Yeah, I think Sean Tucker's their RB2 right now. And there's a world where... Can he overtake Rashad White eventually? Maybe not early, but. Maybe. But yeah, of the players cut, only Zonovan Knight is really someone I'm interested in. I'm not so interested in uh, Dwayne McBride or Daenerys Prince. Daenerys Prince, I guess, a little more so, but not really. It's rough. If they didn't make those depth charts. Yeah. Not really interested in them. Uh, and then uh, the Ravens cut Melvin Gordon that we knew. The Cowboys cut Malik Davis. This was obviously coming if anyone had been, you've been paying attention over the last two weeks. Uh, Rico Dowdle is their RB2 for now. Deuce Vaughn, I think, will be the RB2. But there's no role. Rico Dowdle and Malik Davis were competing for that temporary RB2 role. Rico Dowdle won the competition. Malik Davis lost um, so Rico Dattle is definitely an ad. If, if somehow he's on your dynasty waiver wire, he should not be. Along with other running backs who made their teams and might have roles, Jaleel McLaughlin, who we talked about earlier, he should not be on waiver wires. Kyron Williams is currently the Rams RB2, and, and it's not close. Over Zach Evans, he should not be on waivers. Uh, Elijah Dotson, uh, UDFA from the Chargers, he made the team. Pretty much any of these young running backs who made the team, who are not journeymen, should should be on your team. Uh, Keaton Mitchell made the Ravens. He's one I would look at. Definitely should not be on waivers. Um, that's that's just a non-exhaustive list. Chris Rodriguez made the Commanders as RB three. No real hope for him, but he should be on your roster. Um, yeah. So all those guys, all those running backs who made the team. Uh, in terms of other cuts, Rodriguez, or- they say was handpicked by Bienemy though. So. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, he's he's one of my highest on the list of all these guys. Because he he's RB3 for sure. There's no There was never a competition really for it. But I just didn't really like him as a player. But I don't really like the players they have. So. <laughs> and then there were a couple other cuts. Uh, the Patriots, like I said, went down to two running backs, cut Kevin Harris. The Dolphins cut Miles Gaskin. Doesn't matter. But they also cut that uh, Elijah Higgins. I had so much hope for him. Converted wide receiver to tight end. That one did not work out. Uh, the Jets <laughs> cut Zach Kuntz. Another one. One of those tight ends I had a lot of hope for. I will say, any non-running back who is cut, get rid of them immediately. They have no value. Only running backs. Because they can bounce around and then show up. Might I still hold 
any non-running back who did not make their team, they can come. They can come yep. easily. That they're all Here's off that. my dynasty roster uh, list right now. They're all on, off there. I will say, Jason Brownlee made the Jets. I'm excited. <laughs> I have a soft spot for him. He looks so good in camp. I was very happy he made the Jets. Uh, so he, he's someone I was uh, looking at for sure in this process. Trey Palmer made the, the Bucks, but that's not a surprise. I think everyone thought that would happen. Is there anything else I forgot? I don't think so. I think we've covered almost everything. Uh, Even the preseason takes, we got through most of them throughout the uh Yeah, we, we got through the draft. most of them. I, this I is think... Awesome. It's also our last Sunday without football for for a bit. So enjoy, oh, the, enjoy the holiday weekend. Yep. Enjoy some good college so, football week, week one. Next week, we're going to have a um, kind of a, a show like this, except there's going to be no mock. We're going to kind of preview heading into week one. We'll do a little bit of discussion about redraft, a little bit of discussion, well, final discussion about redraft, a little discussion about dynasty moves to make heading into the season. We'll talk about previewing week one and any news that's happened between now and then just kind of a variety show next week. And then after that, we head into the weekly uh, recaps every week. The, it'll be a weekly recap. That'll be the show. We'll talk about stuff that happened. Dynasty takes redraft takes. It'll just be a, re- a recap and a discussion of what to do. Uh, so that'll, that'll be the show next week. will be a variety show. And then every show after that'll be recaps, and we'll do that for 17 weeks. Beautiful. How's that sound? That sounds freaking great. Just make sure you bring the air horn. I, <laughs> I have an air horn too. I'll have to look into that. <laughs> megaphone, yes. The megaphone. megaphone. There you go. <laughs> um, I just want to thank the audience. Uh, this is the first time we've gone above 30 live viewers, I think, in a very long time. <laughs> Maybe almost a year. So thank everyone who joined the chat. All the patrons for doing the draft, for making your picks in such a timely fashion. All the co-hosts, ever, and just everyone who makes this show possible, everyone on X, Twitter, um, Patrick. Uh, I was one of the co-hosts. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I'll see you guys all next week. All right. Have a good one, everyone. Hoo-loo-loo-loo.